are rolling. Um, this is episode 40. Are we on episode 48, I think? Yeah, 48 or 49. We're so close to episode 50. But also, I'm pretty sure... I gotta fact check this. I'm pretty sure this is our one year. This this is like right around our one year of like when we started recording. And I'm gonna go look just real quick. That sounds about right see. though. Which is wild. I still wanna go back and listen from the very beginning. I honestly can't. Why? I can't listen to I, I can't listen to my voice. I I cringe over it. Yeah, I do the same thing, though. I hate my voice. You know, it's like when I record music, it takes me, I want to say it takes me a solid, like, 10 times of listening to a song before I can tell myself that's not me and I can be okay with listening to it. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I like your voice. You should know that. Actually, our first episode was January 29th. So we just celebrated our one year and we didn't even know it. Oopsies. Oopsie daisy. That seems so early. We recorded before we ever had even met a second time. <laughs> yeah, we recorded January 29th coming out. How long have you known? Wow. I'm impressed. We're, okay. Here's the deal. Here's here's what we're going to do. <laughs> we had met one time and jumped into this damn podcast. We're going to play a little game off the cuff here. Mm. For our for our one year that we sadly missed in in, yeah. in the in the chaos in the chaotic fucking world swirling spin that we're in, we missed our one year celebration. We're going to celebrate here right now today with you and we're going to go through this and I'm going to read off these titles and you're we're going to give a quick little just a one liner of what we thought and what we know. Mm, OK, let's see how many I remember, because this was not planned. I am caught off guard, y'all. <laughs> Coming out. This was the very first episode we ever dropped. January 29th. How long have you known? OK, I remember I recorded you were- this from my car. And I was so nervous because I had never recorded a podcast in my entire life. And I was like shaking. I just want you to know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do feel like it took you a minute to like really open up. I remember in the beginning, my brother was like, you know, I'm just looking to hear more from Ember. Like, what's Ember's story? And then like, (laughs) like, it wasn't too long before you took over the damn show because like your story is everything. Mm, I don't know if I took over the show, but my comfortability definitely got better i was a bit shy so how long have you known ember i a long time a lot longer than i've been out probably like early teens i would say around like 13 years old is when i should have picked up on some damn signs and didn't oh a hundred percent a hundred percent and i feel like a year going back a year and saying like how long did you know i feel like that we didn't even know what we were saying then because we were just starting to share it and and say it out loud, but we didn't start the healing process and digging deep to really start to understand when signs were actually signs that we were ignoring. Well, and at that time, although we had met once and we had the feelings we were having, we were still kind of in this headset that we were like, gonna stay in our marriages and do all of the normal stuff and like also maintain this thing that we had yeah we were confused (laughs) that that was silly that was silly okay next one that was silly next one all things long distance Mm, okay yep this we give a lot of great advice in that one yeah i think 
how how did we know after only it, this was February 12th, all things long distance. How did we know that much about maintaining a long distance relationship? We had no idea what we were fucking in for. No, we had no idea what we were in for. But I will say that the other day I was trying, I don't remember what I was doing, but I Googled something about like ways to show your partner in a long distance relationship that they're special or something. And I was going through this list and it was like every single one. I was like, oh yeah, we've done that, done that done that there were none that we hadn't done and I was like we're fucking professionals yeah we've we've done a lot um in the last year and I I feel strongly that we now have this new uh way of loving and and making anybody feel special and important from a distance we've been talking about this with family recently of just like hey just because we're miles apart. I mean, my brother Jacob lives in Mexico City. I'm in Wisconsin. We're so fucking tight, so close. It's all what you put into it. And it's not just that you have to see somebody physically in front of you to make the relationship feel special and close. There are so many ways to do it. Um, do not let distance scare you. Lean into it and and find new ways to discover expressing love and growing your communication. Yeah. I think one thing that worked in our favor is that we're both over communicators. So we kind of just fell into those like games and things we did pretty naturally without having to make it feel like it, like we were trying. Right. Okay. Then we did an interview with Heather, Heather J. That was before she, that was before she really just blew up. Yeah. Like what's her following count these days now? Like she's, it's like almost 650,000. Yeah. She blew up. She blew up. She did. But when we did that interview with her, she hadn't even hit like 50,000 followers. She had just gotten on TikTok. We caught her when she was a fresh one. Yep. Yeah, she's doing great things. And it's always fun to see where she's at with her journey because she is a... A fucking inspiration. inspiration. A true inspiration. <laughs> um, Ooh, your first visit to Wisco. That was March 7th. Mm. First, first visit. Yeah. What do you think? I'm trying to remember because I feel like... You met Tommy oh, for the first those... time. You met the kids. I did, and I was really nervous about that. I was nervous about meeting the kids, but I, I think I was more nervous about meeting Tommy, but it went great. I don't know. I loved it. I just remember how much I was like, holy shit, I could live here. I could be here. I love it here. And now you're going to. And now I'm going to. 113 days. I don't know how many people know that. I don't, we, we just really started sharing it after your divorce was finalized that there's there's an end date. I know we keep saying this. There's an end date. And uh, March or no, May. I wish it was fucking March right <laughs> may 27th yep may 27th and that's like a you know Estimate. unofficially Estimated, official date yeah. but fuck yeah may 27th can't wait i knew it from the very first time i ever went there <laughs> why did i say to you yesterday how many times in the beginning i was like ember has five kids she's not moving here like there's no mm -hmm. way she's moving here are you kidding me i'm just trying to see ember once a month calm down everybody like i said calm down. like i said before you cannot assume anything. You cannot assume anything. <laughs> There's so many people that get in their relationship and you're just like, you're like, oh, no big deal. We're just feeling it out. We're just having fun. We're just two kids trying to get a good fucking. No, that's not <laughs> the case here. <laughs> we want all of it. Uh, we, we want all of it. All of it. Pack your fucking bags. Yep, and we're making Pack it happen. Bags. The U-Haul party is going to be 
fucking fantastic. And I can't wait for the U-Haul party. Yep. Everyone's invited. Stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for the U-Haul party. It will be in Wisconsin. <laughs> then we met Amelia. Oh, uh, yes. Amelia Bedelia. Yep. That was fun. Was that before or after you met her in person? Um, Honestly, I don't know. I can't remember I that far remember back. Either. I think it was before. Um, I think it was before. And then I went to one of her performances in Chicago. But God, what a wealth of information and just smart, witty, fun. And, and it was nice to connect. That was our first time connecting with somebody who pretty much was doing the same thing we were doing, living with their ex person, their co-pilot, yep. raising their child together and living the life that they want to live. Yeah, I love her. She's got quite the little bubbly personality then we then we had a, a podcast called the process and i feel like the process is still in motion you know what i think we talked about in that episode was like the process of how we told tommy and jeff though because at that time you and tommy were not in the best place yet and you guys were struggling with some stuff and i think we talked a lot about it yeah in that. and you and jeff were in a in a better place and yeah we were in our we were in our um the the angry grieving stage which is totally normal and mm -hmm. you just have to get through all of the you know I don't know if you you ever get through it the, there's moments that come back up you think you're doing good and something comes back up but yeah we had to we had to work through a lot in the beginning a lot of communication yep everybody involved for sure what's the next one then we met Grace from Humankind Swimwear ah yes Grace they're amazing they don't work for Humankind anymore nope not sure what they're doing, but if you're listening to this still, Grace, we love you. Meeting Grace was was nice because it was another non-binary person who was kind of fresh to coming out non-binary and leaning into it. And Humankind is a brand that we love and support, and we felt honored uh, to have Grace as a guest on the show. It was amazing. Yeah. Yep. Loved that. That was kind of the first conversation I ever had with you involved that actually educated me about non-binary in any way that was i i'm pretty sure yeah okay in that episode i was still using the pronoun she they yep and i stated both in amelia's and an humankind episode that the reason why I was using she they is because I am a people pleaser and I was afraid to make anyone feel like they had to get something right with me. And so I kept the she so that nobody would fuck it up until I realized that didn't work for me anymore. And I was like, I have to change this for myself because it's it's affecting me. Yeah. Yep. Crazy. Next, we had all things in the works. And this is where we just talk about all of our exciting things that we had. We were just starting off with merchandise uh, for the podcast. And we were... Um, we had just switched your old Patreon to our current Patreon. Yep. We had yep. just started rolling into yeah. that. And Patreon's been the safe space for us to really open up and, and share our, our journal writings and our, and our deepest feelings and... Um, and our updates, and our all updates. the updates that I'm biting at the bit to tell everybody but can't yet, that's where I told everybody. And and sharing like anything about our kids. And, you know, I, I, if you were on one of our TikTok lives recently, um, you might see me getting a little bit more protective when it comes to people asking about children and custody and and who gets what and I am going to bite back hard every fucking time. 
that is nobody's business and people need to respect that. And we do keep the, um, keep all of our, our children pretty private, um, being on social. And I think you should, I think it's important. I like the protective view. I'm very protective of that. I don't think it's, I don't think it's fair for somebody who you can't even see their face on, on, on screen and they're going to start asking you straight up like to know your custody situation like who the fuck are you i don't care if you're a supporter or not it's invasive it's uncomfortable and they're children leave them out of it like that has like trust that we are both amazing mothers that love our children and they will be with us and when they're with us it's none of your business (laughs) yeah right then we met dylan now i met dylan in person But then you got to experience the greatness, the deepness of Dylan. Yeah, Dylan has remained a very close friend. I absolutely adore Dylan. I actually just had a conversation with them a few days ago. I don't think I ever mentioned it to you just about some of the stuff going on with my family. And I feel like out of everybody that we've met, Dylan is like such a rock. Like you can go to them about literally anything and they'll just be like, I'm here listening. What's up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I absolutely love Dylan and you will meet Dylan in person. Fuck yeah, I will. Can't wait. Next. Well, we had, we had to do a part one and a part two for Dylan. Cause that was not just mm-hmm. that, that, that was like two hours. That might be two the very hours that I, first episode that I cried on. Shit got deep. Okay. Next we had unplugged in evergreen Colorado. Ooh, yeah. Yep. That was such a fun trip. I, Love that trip. That was that to me was like, okay, that was the first time I ever cooked for you. Yep. That was the first time we ever took a bath together. Yep. Um, there was a lot of first times in that in that Airbnb and <sighs> you know, it was tucked tucked away on the side of a mountain. I was fucking terrified having you drive up that mountain and then get into the driveway to okay, stay like i was scared i was scared for my life snowed and we went to go make dinner and we forgot the fucking noodles the main ingredient and i had to drive out <laughs> down the mountain in the snow that was a fun trip i didn't know i didn't know if you were ever going i know to i return. think you texted me and i didn't know like, just making sure you're okay <laughs> Ooh, then we interviewed uh, Dr. Linda Spann oh, yes. from the Lesbian Couples Institute, and her wife. Uh, Lisa Geiger. They both joined the podcast and they are licensed lesbian coupled therapist in Colorado. We learned so much, so much. And you know what? I, I really need to reconnect with them because talk about just like great down to earth, like real soul when it comes to just leaning into all of the first things and being in a lesbian relationship, I felt like they really paved the path and, and like helped us think through some things. Yeah. One of the big, one of the biggest takeaways that I got from them that I still hold on to this day was, um, I believe it was Dr. Linda that said, um, taking time to FaceTime and make eye contact. Yeah. I, knew you I were remember say that. that 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 was huge. That was huge for me. Um, you get so caught up in texting and and sending memes and videos and all of the things, but to get the real connection when you're in a long distance relationship, um, because they they recommended 
in person doing more hugging and that belly to belly hug and what that does when you are um, for each other, when you're pressed up against each other and you can hug like that. And we were like, well, we're, we're long distance. Give us something else. Cause we don't have that. We cannot like s- simply hug each other. And so that was the, the eye contact. And that was huge. It seems like such a simple thing, but people forget to, to make eye contact. Well, and we do it every single day now, at least once a day. We'll be on FaceTime and then just stare at each other. This sounds weird saying it out loud, but it happens. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the stare when it's like when we lock eyes and then it, it gradually just goes from like the slightest little grin to the biggest, cheesiest smile every single time, every, <laughs> every single time. And it's such a good feeling. Mm-hmm. It, it fills me. It definitely fills me up inside. Ooh, next, we got into topics around straight versus lesbian relationships. That was amazing. OK, I feel like when I think back to that one. I feel like we really dogged on our straight relationships for a hot minute there. And I felt like, hmm, well, that happened. You know, I, I and I don't want to because there were I'm sure in every relationship you can find where you're like, I was really there was a time I was happy. There was a time I was in love. You can't deny that. You can't deny it. But there is a difference from dating from going from dating and and being in a relationship with men to women. And there was a huge fucking difference. And we, we, we talk about this all the time. The, um, us wanting to always over communicate our feelings and really pull it apart and dissect it and have the conversations that sometimes men are just like, they, they want to, they want to fix it right away. They don't want to unpack it and women want to unpack it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Facts. And I love it. Okay. This this topic might be a little bit of salt in the wound here, but still much love. You hauling with Courtney. Oh no, yeah. Yeah. Gotta love me some court. Um <laughs> lots has changed for her. Uh she's doing so good though. I'm so proud of her. She has made some big moves in her life and I feel like it's been a while since I've had a conversation with her, but we were texting the other day. And I need to call her soon, but um when we catch up every single time, all of the updates that she gives me, I'm just like, holy shit, dude, the amount of growth that I've seen makes me really proud of her. But then we had Heather back on the show because after Heather blew up, we were like, yo, you got to get back on. Get like, her back get in her- here. <laughs> and that was when Heather, their, uh, her video went viral with Russ. Then we went to Pride Fest. Which one? The Milwaukee one? or We went to the Milwaukee Pride Fest. Yep, it was June. That was that was such a that great was June fifth. Yeah, that was that was fun. That was just the two of us. Just I don't know. We let loose. We did. We let loose out we there. We did. We did. <laughs> I wore fishnets, <laughs> and I had to spray a lot, a lot of sunblock. Um, I was afraid you would come out looking like a little sausage, like <laughs> that's been like I had been wrapped up in my net. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but then I didn't end up burning. It was a great time. It was great music, great shows. Met some cool people. I cannot wait to go to Pride Fest this June and bring the family if they want to come. Everybody that wants to be an ally and support. And um, I really am strongly considering having a us having a booth yeah. and uh, promoting promoting our podcast and letting people know that hey, uh, late in life lesbians here, non binary late life lesbian and and. Some people are still confused that, yes, you can be non-binary and be lesbian. That's okay. That's been around for a long time. And uh, we're not gatekeeping here. It's very fluid. And we're showing people that, 
you can do it your own way. Your journey is your journey. Your story is your story. Nobody can take that from you or tell you how it should go. Yep. I think we should absolutely do a booth. Okay. Then we had an episode where Tommy was on the podcast. Okay. That's probably, I know last time we checked, we thought that maybe that was like one of the most highest viewed or listened to podcasts that we had. Um, and like, there's good reason for it. That was intense. That was, I was nervous. Like, I was nervous for the very first recording and I wasn't nervous again until that fucking recording. Yeah. I was I was very nervous, but if you go back go, looking back if you go back and watch the video, <laughs> you're sitting in between the two of us and you can just see how uncomfortable at certain times you were like, fuck, this is really happening. <laughs> Yeah, never in a million years did I expect to record an episode for the world to listen to sitting in between my current husband that I'm no longer in a relationship with and my girlfriend and open up and say, where he's like, I knew you were fucking, I knew Ember was your girlfriend before you knew Ember was your girlfriend. And I was like, yeah, there's that. (laughs) There's that. You you did. You called it. You called it. And I tried to play it off like no big deal. And there was no hiding um, the happiness and my voice changing when you're around and all of the little signs that, you know, Tommy knows me more like he knows me more than myself sometimes. And I think he knew it. I, I think he knew right away. Yeah. Yeah. But I got to give him props because like to get on there and do that with us, that was big for him. So Shout out well, to and Tommy. so many, so many people requested that Tommy have a podcast, and he even joked around about coming out with a podcast called Fashionably Straight, and having it be like a a, a group for men who've lost their their wives in, in this war that we're in right now, where women are just like, I've had it, I'm jumping ship. I'm switching sides. This is not this is not for me. Yep. Um then next episode we share Ember shares her personal updates and that was where that was where you really got into um the divorce, talking about right? Um it wasn't so much about the divorce, it was more about you really wanting your independence and speaking up to that. I think a lot of people in your in your world at that time were surprised that you were um you were really reaching hard for independence and I think that was like a big wake up call for people like why do you want more like you're a stay at home mom like that's what you do you raise kids and all of a sudden like I think that's like a common thread for people where it's like a stay at home mom all of a sudden is like there's more than there's more than just this routine I I have more to offer I have more ambition and drive and curiosity and all that starts coming back and people are alarmed when that happens and they're like what do you need independence for like remember Jeff asking you like why is it that you need you feel like you need independence and it's like what if someone took your independence away yeah and I think that in that episode I talked a lot about how easy it is to get so comfortable with being a stay-at-home mom and you almost get this mindset that you can't do anything else and I was realizing very quickly at that time that I was capable of a lot more than I had given myself mm-hmm. credit for. Hundred percent, and you're still capable of giving yourself so much more. Um, this next one was all the feels, and we talk about how we went to uh, what what Pride Fest was like in Colorado, 
and how LGBTQ plus community is becoming our family and our support system, uh, what our new current situation looks like with our partners. So we were just like really updating people about all of the things. And a lot of that was like finding our how our relationship works with our ex-partners because that took a lot of time to carve out and figure out. That just didn't happen overnight. That was lots and lots of work and months and months. And I know there's certain pieces of it coming to an end, but um, just like I say all the time with any divorce, when you're going through a divorce and once you're divorced and you're co-parenting, you have to communicate with that person more than ever. Like buckle up and get ready because when you're living with somebody and you're unhappy in a marriage, it is so easy to ignore and just pass each other in the hall and not really have much much to say to each other. But when you're co-parenting and you're no longer living in the same household, there's so much communication that has to happen. So you really have to work on establishing um, how to work together as a team because that's not going to go away. Yeah, that was right before everything took a shift for me. That So anything I said about my relationship at that point, I was about to get a big surprise. And then that was also the pride that my stepdad came with us to. Which was cool because that was the first family member of mine that had kind of been like willingly a part of like my new community. And that was really, was good for me. I remember you had dinner with him and afterwards you were like, he just listened to me. He just listened to me and said he was happy and that he loved me and that if I was happy, he loved me. And there were times where he did share some of his own uh, point of view, viewpoints. Um, and maybe I didn't always necessarily agree with, but I have to understand he's a straight man. He's been in relationships throughout his life with women. And, you know, sometimes when you hear it from a straight man, and I know you've had other advice from some of your, uh, male friends, like your, I think it was like, maybe Dan gave you some advice sometime, but it's like, when you have these moments where it's a man giving you th- their advice, um, they approach it from like sympathizing and feeling the hurt that the man feels, you know? And so sometimes that was hard to hear because it was like, well, no, you know, okay. Like I can kind of see it. I can kind of understand that. But um, I think all in all, um, I've very much enjoyed um, getting to know Scott and having him. He showed up to that pride and, let loose yeah he had a great fucking time we had fun it was it was pouring down rain we were in ponchos <laughs> it was amazing it was a good it was a good yeah. time yeah and he just jumped right in he met he met our new friends at the time and just um he just went with it i don't know it was good times he didn't question anything he didn't he didn't give off any vibes of this is right or this is wrong he was just like hey i'm here Let's have fun. Yep. Um, and then we had an episode evolving with M. You know, you've gone through so many different um, chapters through through coming out, um, and you're still evolving. I'm still evolving, and um, you know, it, it's it's good to check in and to see where we're at and to see the growth. And so I think you know we were really just um, sharing sharing that, sharing our Patreon. Um, page and letting people know that like we're 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 sharing all of the ins and outs and transparency and letting people 
just be part of it. Yeah, out of all of them, I feel like that would be one that I would go back and listen to and be like, holy shit. That one you should. That one you should go back and listen to. Um, Next, we had Expanding and Growing Part 1. So we had a Part 1, Part 2 when it comes to expanding and growing. And we really talk about all the goals and the growth, um, everything from future goals as a couple to the changes we've experienced regarding identity um, in our individual lives. Just our, you know, just because we're both new, we were new to coming out. Like we say all the time, our journeys are very different um, with coming out. And even though we're walking hand in hand, we have two completely different paths that we're on. We're just side by side and, and kind of holding each other up on, bo- on both ends. Yeah, I think in the very beginning, our stories looked very similar and that helped us kind of bond right up front. But since then, they they look different for sure. Different but the same. Ooh, this episode, family vacation recap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that was the family vacation know, was something that was um no that was good that was good for us to experience you know we didn't have the whole entire family we didn't have all eight boys um with us but we did a lot of we did a lot of cool stuff in 10 days and i tried to give you guys like the full like wisco experience and we did. We jumped off cliffs and we went to water parks and we did all the things. It was a really good time. It was a very, um, I think, key point for us in learning what that looked like, us being with only each other and our kids. And just, yeah, like parenting styles and how we manage and um, react to chaos and intense situations and you know our kids giving our kids the space and you know that's you know a lot of people were asking like how did the kids get along how do the kids get along and you know just letting the kids feel that out and you know just because kids get along one minute doesn't mean they're going to get along the next minute and kids are kids and you know they were just kind of like chill with it and and went with the flow and and had a good time and um yeah we all had we all had a good 10 day vacation um next we talk about staying connected through long distance and i think we touch on that a lot um just how to stay connected long distance i think our listeners our followers are always looking for our tips and tricks on how we make it work because like i said with any relationship i think i learned a lot from uh, and I know I was talking about this yesterday. I learned a lot from my mom when she lived in California and, uh, my niece and nephew at the time were very little and moving. And when she moved to California and, and, you know, we all still stayed in Ohio, she had to find new ways to, um, stay close to her grandkids. And so I watched some of the things my mom did, like sending, um, arts and crafts packages and, and getting on, uh, you know, video chats and all doing it together and having lunch dates together and all the different things. And she stayed so close with my niece and nephew. And I just, I, I learned a lot from that. And I was able to carry it through in this long distance relationship just from having that exposure. Yeah, I think we definitely get asked about the long distance side of it more than most other questions. And it's nice being able to help other new relationships that just dove into long distance 
by sharing what helped us because so far you know we're a success story and it's not always that way because long distance can be fucking hard Mm -hmm. it is not for the week it is not it is really not uh we had an episode called everything always works out for me Mm -hmm. and that was like our mantra that was our mantra basically and it still is um and i think that can be anybody's mantra when you are trying to get through harder times um you know words are powerful thoughts are powerful and remind yourself everything always works out for me and the how many times did we say that to each other how many times did i remind you that everything always works out ever oh, for a while for a while it was daily you were reminding me of that daily because i was struggling so much with certain things you know it it reminds me i think right around that same time was when heather going back to Heather, had a conversation with me and was talking about like manifestation and how like, you know, if she wanted something in life, she would write it down and she would put it under her pillow, I think is what she told me. And every single night she would read it to herself and she would just manifest that it was going to happen. And I kind of thought to myself, like, that's kind of silly, but okay, like, I'll give it a try. And that was when I really first started telling myself that Like, yeah, if you want it bad enough and you push for it, then everything can fucking work out for you. You just have to put in the work. With anything. If you put in the work with anything. um, And, you know, I remember there was a time going through my my first divorce. There was some hard moments. And my brother sent me a card and um, I I cut out what he wrote and I pinned it on my door um, in my apartment. So every time I left my apartment, I would read this little note that he wrote and it said something to the effect of don't get distracted by other people's opinions. And I read that every single day because, you know, even when you want a relationship to end, even when you're done with it, you have this like heavy weight of like failure. You failed at something regardless if it's a good thing or a bad thing, you feel as if you failed and you have everybody, um, you know, typically when you tell somebody you're going through a divorce, you just got divorced or kind of give them the update and they turn their head sideways and they're like, I am so sorry. And, you know, this happened the other day when I was at the eye doctor and they were kind of asking like updates and family and um, they saw on my chart where it was like, I didn't know what to list. It was like, are you married? Are you married? Are you divorced? Um, you know how they ask all the all the questions when you're filling out your forms in the, the doctor's office or whatever. And I just checked living together. <laughs> okay. Cause I didn't know what to put. Um, because yeah, legally I'm still married. That will not last forever. There is an end date to my situation too. Um, but I, I, I didn't know what to put and it just like, it, it's so invasive and it's like, so the doctor's asking the eye doctor's asking and I'm just kind of like, yeah, you know, we're, uh, on paper. Yeah. We're married, but like we're friends and we're doing our thing and blah, blah, blah. And, um, he was kind of like, oh, I'm so sorry, you know, and I'm like, nobody died. Nobody died. Like, it's OK. It's OK <laughs> to say I experienced this. I experienced the situation. I got what I needed from it. And unfortunately, like wh- however you want to see it, a good thing or a bad thing, like, oh, I grew in an area that no longer this marriage serves me. And that's just the way it is. Yep. Yeah. It's just like when we were live the other day and somebody commented and said, 
congratulations and then backtracked and was like, maybe that's the wrong thing to say. And I was like, nope, that's the right thing to say. Say it again. <laughs> like, congratulations is great for me. Uh, we did an episode, look back over the past year. I think we're always looking back. We're always, we're always tapping back and saying like, remember we overcame this situation. Remember this obstacle. Remember what it took to get here. And just, it's- But it- I think that's partially because our last year was full of a lot. Like we took on more than the average people do in a year. So sometimes it's kind of nice to look back and be like, oh, holy shit. We did take take on a ton. I I don't necessarily recommend going through a divorce, (laughs) coming out, not just coming out to yourself. You have to you have to give yourself like credit and grace and understand you're not just coming out to a whole lineup of people. You're coming out to yourself. And I think that's probably the hardest, biggest piece of it is coming out to yourself. Um, and then hoping everybody else just maintains and loves you and, and supports you. And if that doesn't happen, then that takes work. And whether you let relationships go or you, um, try to rebuild them, um, it, it takes a lot of effort and strength. And so, um, you know, like I said, I I've had people question, uh, well, when's Kirby's divorce? Well, you know what? Ember and I made the choice a long time ago that we were not going to do two divorces at the exact same time. Um, Cause that's I have I have been your rock through this whole thing, and I felt equally as um, it was weird when your divorce. Yes, when your divorce was final finalized, that was weird for me. It was a weird feeling for me afterwards because I felt like I wanted to. I wanted to be there. I wanted to high five too. I wanted to hug. I wanted to um, all of the things because every 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 bit of it, every bit of it, every second of it, I was uh, walking hand in hand, and I don't think we we had the capacity to do two at once. Um, we were already coming out together at the same time. Um, and that looked different for us, but it was still equally, um, you know, challenging. Ooh, this one's a good one. Jealousy and a long distance relationship. Yeah. I don't really remember the details of that one all too much. I do know we talked a lot about TikTok and how, when you're a content creator, <laughs> there are definitely moments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've overcome a lot of it, um, but jealousy is a real thing, and it is not a good feeling. It's not a good feeling um, when you suffer from jealousy. Uh, we talk about our first lesbian relationship. This is our first. We are both in our first lesbian relationship, hopefully last, first and last. <laughs> Which is funny because I feel like a lot of people, as soon as we started dating and kind of came out publicly with that, a lot of people just automatically assumed that it wasn't going to work. And like, you've recently kind of spoken up about how people have told you like, oh yeah, that first lesbian relationship, that one breaks you, like, just be ready. And it's like, so far we've beat all of the odds, all of the people that were like, yeah, well, temporary, whatever. Feels good. Yeah. I think a lot of it has to do with age. You know, we're not coming out in our twenties, you know, I'm 43, you're about to be 32. And, um, we have, we have eight kids together and we have a lot of things and um, we're not looking, I'm not looking to go to a bunch of dance clubs and run in and, and sweat up against a bunch of people and run into them and, and have a bunch of different relationships. Um, I don't know why that came to mind, but <laughs> Jesus Christ, what's wrong? 
<laughs> well, and I feel like also in the very beginning, we did have a lot of fun that was like, we did experience some of those like a little wilder nights and whatever. And I think both of us just realized like, this is great every once in a while, like maybe like once a year, but do I want to do this every weekend? No, right. No, <laughs> we want to uh, read a book and light a candle and be in bed at seven o'clock, <laughs> cook dinner, dance in the, like our dance right. parties in the kitchen while we're cooking. And I think even though some people can live whatever lifestyle and that might look right for them, I think that the lifestyle that we prefer helps keep it, you know, more, more focused on each other. Yeah. I don't know. I think that, um, it's fun to even get excited about wanting to sit on the porch together and drink our coffee and watch the sunrise or how we get excited about talking about our plans of waking up early and having the coffee and then going for the morning walk and doing all of the things uh, to front load our day before we go to work. Um, and then how we want to come home together and then cook in the kitchen and dance and do all of the things. And yeah, just, just really being excited. Like maybe to some people that seems like a slow, boring life, but I'm, I'm ready for it. Okay. You guys, well, um, we love you and, until next time. Until next time. Meet, meet, meet. meet. You.